If you're a wholesaler or aspiring wholesaler, there are four written disclosures that you must use with sellers every single time you enter into a contract, regardless of what state or market you're in. On this video, I'm gonna explain what they are and why you need them, coming up. This video is brought to you by Flipster, the software that gives you instant access to every motivated seller lead in the country, including MLS leads, absentee owners, pre-foreclosures, vacant houses, Craigslist leads, and REOs. Check it out now at getflipster.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you wanna be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. As one of the top real estate wholesaling and flipping educators in the industry, I make it my business to be extremely familiar with the regulations, laws, and market trends. In the past few years, wholesaling residential real estate has been under a lot of scrutiny led mostly by the National Association of Realtors, or NAR, there have been several regulations passed in cities and states across America, and this year more states are exploring and proposing or passing legislation on the practice of assigning contracts. And it's not just cities and states. Title companies are also placing requirements on wholesalers in order to pass underwriting guidelines for title insurance. And because I've taken the time to really understand these regulations and the reasons behind them, and from my own experience as a wholesaler, I've created four written disclosures that I believe all wholesalers everywhere should use in order to operate with the highest level of integrity and compliance. By the way, all four of these disclosures I've combined into an addendum to add to your purchase and sale agreement with sellers. I call it the Investor Disclosure Addendum. Now I'll stay to the end of this video and I'll tell you how to download it for free. The first disclosure I call the Equity Release Disclosure. Now I first started working on this disclosure when the city of Atlanta passed a law restricting how wholesalers market to sellers. Atlanta claimed that wholesalers coerce sellers and steal equity. They called it equity theft. Now the city of Philadelphia also took the position that wholesalers take advantage of unsuspecting homeowners and passed a law mandating that wholesalers tell sellers how to find the value of their homes. Even the media is jumping on the bandwagon that wholesalers rip off sellers and are predatory. Bloomberg News ran an article claiming wholesalers are duping unsuspecting low-income sellers from their properties. Now I've shared how I feel about this before. To me, it's unfortunate to see this narrative take root in America, giving wholesalers a bad rap. Sure, there are some bad actors and the industry needs to unite and raise the bar, but the reality is wholesalers in general provide tremendous value to distressed sellers in every market. In most cases, wholesale properties are in major disrepair and any equity that may exist is unrealized until those properties get fixed up later. And if there is equity, sellers willingly trade it for the speed and convenience that a wholesaler provides with an as-is fast all-cash closing. Now, despite these claims being absurd and unfounded, they have led me to start using what I call an equity release disclosure with sellers. It reads as follows. The seller acknowledges that the purchase price may be less than market value and voluntarily agrees to sell the property to the buyer for convenience, to save time and or money, lack of funds to renovate, and or any other personal reasons, and herein releases and waives any and all claims against existing 
or future equity arising from the property. The buyer has not made the seller any representations or promises as to the value of the property in its as-is current condition. Now, with this disclosure, the seller or anyone cannot claim that I coerced the seller or stole their equity. The second disclosure wholesalers should use with sellers is what I call the profit disclosure. Now, this disclosure came about not from a law by a city or state, but rather underwriting at the title company. On one of my virtual wholesale deals in Maryland, at the last minute, the title company would not underwrite and close my transaction because my $20,000 assignment fee was too much liability. The title agent said, sellers are making claims on title that they did not know that the wholesaler was making a profit. Now, what that has to do with title is beyond me. So I called my title agent in Arizona, who I use on a lot of transactions, and she said it's becoming more common for title insurance underwriters to require wholesalers to disclose to sellers that they are making a profit. Now, one of my coaching students in New Jersey had this just happen to him. Take a look. Clear Title Agency required my wholesaler student to get the seller to sign off that he was making a profit wholesaling his house. So let's take a look at my profit disclosure. It's pretty simple. It reads, the seller acknowledges that the buyer is an investor and is purchasing the property with the intent to make a profit by either renting, fixing and flipping, reselling, and or assigning the agreement, parentheses, wholesaling. So this disclosure prevents the seller from claiming he didn't know you were gonna make money and it meets any possible title insurance underwriting requirements. The next disclosure wholesalers should use with sellers derives from a very common complaint from NAR and real estate agents that wholesalers mislead sellers by not properly disclosing that they may assign the contract. Many anti-wholesalers believe this is not just misleading, but illegal and even fraudulent. Arizona just passed a law mandating that wholesalers must disclose in writing if they assign their contract. So all of this has led to creating an assignment disclosure. It reads as follows. The seller acknowledges that the buyer may assign his or her interest in the purchase of the property to a third party end buyer who shall be any party selected at any time by the buyer prior to close of escrow and affirmed with a separate written assignment of agreement executed by the buyer and the end buyer. In the event of an assignment of agreement, the seller acknowledges that the buyer will collect a fee from the end buyer that is separate from the purchase price in the agreement. Okay, so this disclosure provides very strong language about a possible assignment and how it relates to the contract with the seller. And finally, the fourth disclosure that all wholesalers should use with sellers is what I call an agency disclosure. This was created for two reasons. One, to make it clear that you are not violating licensing law by brokering the property. And two, if you are a licensed wholesaler like me, this disclosure meets the requirement that licensed agents disclose to the public that they hold a real estate license. It also protects licensed wholesalers and their brokers by making it clear to the seller that their role in the transaction is acting as a principal and not an agent in any way. First, this disclosure informs the seller if you are licensed or unlicensed. It reads, seller acknowledges that buyer, option one, does not hold an active real estate license with the state, or option two, does hold an active real estate license with the state. 
Then it makes it clear that you do not represent the seller in any agency capacity. It reads, the seller acknowledges that the seller has not been represented by the buyer or any representative of the buyer with respect to the agreement. The seller agrees and understands that the buyer or the buyer's representatives are not acting as the seller's broker or agent in the transaction and is acting solely for the buyer's own benefit as a principal to the agreement. The seller agrees to hold the buyer free from any and all liability regarding the property and the transaction arising from any claim of agency. So again, if you are unlicensed, this disclosure establishes that you are not performing unlicensed brokering. And if you are licensed, it discloses that you have a license and establishes you are acting as a principal and not an agent. And it protects you and your broker from any claims by the Real Estate Commission that you are acting as an agent. Okay, so here's what I've done. I've created each disclosure as a standalone addendum in the event you only wanna use one of them. And then I also combined all four into one addendum that I call the investor addendum so that you can simply include it with whatever contract you're using. And you know me, no one gives away more free resources. So I'll give this to you for free. I'll put the download link in the description below. All I ask is you leave a comment and say, thank you, Jerry, for staying on top of the game. You are a flipping genius. Now, I will say, these disclosures have been updated and added to my standard purchase and sale agreement that I have with sellers. So if you have my purchase and sale agreement, you don't need these addendums because they're already in there. And if you want my contracts for free, just go to wholesalercontracts.com. And I'm currently updating these changes in my digital contracts in Flipster and my other programs. So that's happening as well. Okay, let's talk about why these disclosures are so important. I look at communication with sellers like your health. It's easier to stay in shape than it is to get in shape. It's easier to be totally transparent and communicate everything up front with sellers than it is to go back and explain something that you should have told them up front and try to get the seller to agree to things and sign stuff after the fact. All said and done, these disclosures, whether required in your city or state or not, will help you operate with integrity and at a higher level by addressing head on the concerns against wholesalers. So please don't perpetuate the problems, become part of the solution. Let's raise the bar and help the wholesaling industry earn a reputation as a vital and integral part of the real estate investing community. Lastly, I didn't have time to really dive into why wholesaling is under attack. Be sure to watch this next video to learn why there is this big movement to ban wholesaling and what you can do about it. Watch that now, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with over a thousand videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.